the 5 o'clock hour. Baylor legend J.J. Joe joining us now. And, uh, J.J., always great to talk to you. Are you you excited for this Rangers-Astros Game 3? I mean, right there in your backyard, where you grew up. They're in Arlington, Texas at Globe Life. It's going to be rocking tonight. It's going to be a great scene. Uh, have you? Will you prioritize this evening and be and be watching most of this one? Hey, Mose, I, I appreciate you recognizing that I'm an Agtown type guy, right? I, mm-hmm. I actually call them uh, the Randall Mill Rangers. All right, because <laughs> the, the stadium, both of them, are technically right there on Randall Mill, right? Yes. Um, and when I was growing up, I used to go to the boys' club. It was then the boys' club. Now it's boys and girls' club. And we would get we would get the free tickets for the getaway game that nobody wanted to go to, like in June at at like two o'clock. And that was at Old Turnpike Stadium, my friend. And so I, you know, I am not a huge baseball fan, but I am definitely a Rangers fan. Trust me. So I'm looking forward to it. And the only reason I probably won't watch the whole thing tonight. Because man, it's budget season. I'm working on budget seat, budget stuff at work. <laughs> oh man, could I? I'd like to ask you so much about that budget. I know our listeners would love to kind of hear about that. <laughs> hey man, this is it's exhilarating. Let me let me tell you. Hey, but, the Rangers. The Rangers are just right. At least during this time of year, with like the ALCS going on, they're just a notch below Baylor. Okay, and to be frank, I got to be honest. Baylor and the Rangers are still just a notch below the Cowboys. Just, you know, I grew up with Roger Dodgers, so that's just how it is, man. So you were happy to see that Chargers win, Cowboys kind of get it going again. Dak looked okay, and Dak kind of moving around, got out of the pocket a little bit, extended some plays. Now, J.J., he's got to hit that wheel route to to Pollard, okay? I mean, that's that is a – that is not a pass that J.J. Joe would have missed back in the day. Whoever would have been running that out of the backfield, um, there's no way. I mean, that, that's a pass he has to hit. But for the most part, it had to be nice for you to see Dak running again because it seems like the team functions better when, when he moves around and when he actually kind of imposes his physical strength on a defense. I know maybe it gives some people pause, but I just think everything functions better when he does that. Hey, now what, what is the saying that create creativity is the mother of necessity or something like that? A necessity is the mother of creativity, whichever mm-hmm. one, I forget yeah. which one it is. You're the second. Um, yeah. Yeah. Except there you go. So like, to me, like there's a reason Tom Brady was great in the pocket. Tom couldn't outrun a sundial. Peyton Manning couldn't outrun a sundial, right? But for those guys to become great, they had to become precise passers, staying in the pocket, very cerebral, very, very precise. For guys who have a certain level of athleticism, um, right, you know, it takes them a while a lot of times because they have not had to just sit back there. A lot of them, they can just take off running. So Dak has always been a guy who can move, and he has to understand that it's not my job to be a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. It's my job to score points, man. You know what I'm saying? And when they score more points, like, you know, who do we play most? Like the San Francisco, like three weeks ago? Two weeks, weeks ago? ago, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we can't, you know, we, we score, what, 10 points? We need Dak to move around, man. I, li- I like seeing that. Let me put it that way. Need Mike McCarthy to maybe 
try to actually score a touchdown at the end of the first half. I mean, that, that, was, that was kind of embarrassing the other night to kind of wind the clock down to three seconds when you had timeouts and you could take a shot at the end zone. Can you imagine – I mean, Grant, I guess, did do that to you your freshman year a little bit. <laughs> See, I but... knew you were going there. See, I'm not going to come on the radio and talk about my man. <laughs> <laughs> but still, that – I mean, Dak handled it well. But I, if I, think about that as Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that. And their coach did. And coach said, oh, no, we're not going to take a shot at the end zone. We're going to take this field goal down here. I mean, how – I was just thinking about some of those quarterbacks over the years. I mean, they would have been – Phillip Rivers. What if they had done that to Phillip Rivers? Hey, Phillip, sorry, man. We're not going to take a shot at the end zone here. We're going to kick this field goal. I mean, I <laughs> did, did, did you think that was crazy the other night like I did? Well, let me just say, the coaches are – you know, I mean, it's like this. It's like it's, it's, it's you're darned if you do, you're darned if you don't, right? Uh-huh. Because sometimes if you take those chances, then something bad goes happens, and people say, "Hey, man, why don't you just stay conservative and kick the field goal? Just get some points and go in the half, whatnot, or whatever." Um, because we all saw that though. Was that the uh, was it Miami? The Miami game mm-hmm. where the coach should have just he should have just simply just took a knee and he wanted to prove how how dominant they were. Yes, against Georgia Tech, we remember that as Baylor fans, don't we? Absolutely. So, yes. so sometimes as a coach, man, you just sometimes you just want to be conservative, and they are conservative by nature. So, I get it. I get it. And um, you know, you know, McCarthy is trying to. I think he's trying to, like, you know, help Dak get out of that. You know, that uh, that you know turnover bugaboo, whatever we call it, and just stay safe. And but eventually they're gonna have to make plays. But you know, I understand it. Are you hopeful for Baylor? I mean, they're not going to get any new players. Maybe they can run some new plays, but they got, they're going on the road. Aranda came right out and said, well, we need to throw the ball. You know, we need to throw it to open up the run, which is kind of interesting. You know, most coaches don't come out and tell you, yeah, we're going to come out and throw it on first down. But he basically said that the other day at his, at his media session. We've got to throw it early to try to open up the run game. They've been non-competitive in two of those home games. Offense is not getting the job done. What are you? What have you seen? And does that what Aranda was saying the other day? Does that resonate with you? Uh, it, it resonates with me. I, I, I love Coach Aranda, man. I think he's very transparent. Now you know you people think well you shouldn't tell anybody because they'll figure out. Trust me, Cincinnati has enough data after six weeks on Baylor to know exactly what they want to do, how they want to do it, which sets they run, what plays out of. All that stuff, the the scouting that they do is in the video and what they watch. The, it, they have that. So 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 I think what Coach Rand is saying is like, look, we recognize that we need to loosen defenses up and then run. Versus you know a couple of years ago, even last year, we had the those horses up front that were experienced too. Some of those guys in the league that we could probably try to lead with the run. And in twenty one, when we won the championship, not only did we have the horses up front, Mo's. We had the runner. I mean, you know, Abram. We we didn't really understand how how special Abram was to have the ability to be physical and outrun people. Uh, and then you could bring in Tristan, and he could just outrun people. So so I understand what he's saying. I'm very hopeful to answer your question. Uh, I'm I'm a Baylor fan through and through. I'm an alum like you, man. I'm a Letterman, and I want to see him do well. 
and I want to see them figure it out. And, and, you know, we, Hey, we have the team and the players we have. Uh, and I think to be honest with you, we have enough of the players in the right spots to at least, you know, have a winning season, but to make that happen, what has to happen, Mo, you know, we've been watching the games. You have to play just sound football. And I'll say this, this is a long answer. I watched Iowa state. I thought Iowa state would win two games this year. All the players they lost, they had the gambling stuff going on. I watched Iowa State and Cincinnati. Iowa State is four and three. You know why they're four and three? Because they play disciplined, sound football. They don't beat themselves. And all of those guys are pulling in the same direction. And they're they're two lanes away from being bowl eligible on a team that everybody thought would be lucky to win two games this year. So hey man, I'm hopeful. And I hope we just we those those days off helped us out a lot. Does it feel to me it feels like six wins would be a miracle at this point. And again, everything looks bleak right now, two and four, but you're talking about having a possible winning season, which would get it to what, six and six, and maybe have a chance at a bowl. I mean, I think that's kind of what you're trying to to squint and see and try to have some optimism. I I, I don't know. I, I hope so. And maybe going on the road <laughs> can yeah. Help this team. We saw what happened late against UCF. There was no carryover. I'm just tired right. of hearing this stuff of how good they look in practice. Okay? You guys back in the day with all your big, you know, great players and defense and Big Cat <laughs> and Santana may have looked like Super Bowl. But you also brought some of that to the field on Saturdays. Nobody wants to hear any more of that. Well, what, we're, we've looked so great in practice, we can't take it to the field. That, that, I mean, like, you've got to stop. He can't say anything like that anymore, uh, at least from, from my seat on this. And, and, again, they have to go out and prove it. Uh, it'll, it'll, it's going to be fascinating to watch. I do like that you're somewhat uh, hopeful about this. Are the runners on this team capable? Like Dom Richardson has been playing through something, but he does seem yeah, powerful, yeah. right? Richard Reese is more of a quick hitter, uh, you know, get up the field kind of guy. Do do they have the horses? I, I I guess I don't really know if they do. And and do they have the horses at receiver? Because some weeks I'm like, yeah, and then some weeks I'm like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, Mo, that, that, that's all good stuff. And don't get me wrong, man, it's, it's going to be tough. Uh, I'm not. I'm not all just kind of rosy color glass. I'm hopeful, not just because I'm an analyst as an alum and Letterman. I'm hopeful because I, I, when you watch the game, uh, like I've watched the game, uh, there's just some things that are just what I would call bust, and uh, bust that I, you know, to me are not really. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, bust on defense, where we just don't have a person there. We can chalk some of that up to youth. Uh, stuff that I hope the off week helps. Uh, and I'm with you. You know, I think I, I wrote this in our article. I said, hey, look, coach, coach has to just be honest with them and stop saying, hey, look, this is new who we are and say, yes, this is who we are. We're two and four because this is how we played the last six games. We have a reset week and we have opportunity. And Mose, hey, I'll ask you this. Our team has not shown us yet that they can go out and be consistent yet. Um, but I would say, Baylor's about to play another two and three or two and four team, Cincinnati. It's going to be on the road, so it's going to be tough. We then get to come home and play an improved, but at home, Iowa State team. It's not going to beat themselves. Uh, we'll probably be underdogs, unfortunately. I hate to say it, but we probably will. On our schedule, we still have Houston, 
who in them on, on their own way, they had a great win the other night, but they're trying to figure themselves out. And then, of course, we still have TCU who's been up and down. It's at home, and they're always a tough. So if you look at our six games, and I look through it, and if you tell me, like, if these guys can at least play average to sound football, we can't win, go four and two, it's possible. Now, what I predicted, based on what I've seen, I would not predict it, but it is – there won't be a game, Mose, where we go out there and we're, we're probably underdogs by 10 points or something, or even a touchdown. We'll probably go out there and it's six points, five points or whatnot, and there's an opportunity. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, man, they, they're able to pull some through. And we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I, I like that. Rose-colored glasses, some of Dion's kind of – you would look good in those Dion shades. You know, I like some shades. <laughs> hey, man, I like a me, pair Rose, of shades. Mose, you, have, you have those shades I like. What games over the next six weeks, because they're all consecutive, do you think we're just going to be huge underdogs in? I mean, huge, um, by huge I mean like double digits. Shouldn't be. Remind me, is K State? Oh, I'm that just trying to think because they don't one. play either Oklahoma, K State. That's rough they because they there. Yeah, that's a rough one, and they put that new quarterback in, and he's running all over everybody. But that may <laughs> so be K-State, the only one. Okay. I, I'm not where disagreeing. K State. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one on the road. Yeah, I, I mean that's the only one where you're just like you know maybe not a TCU with this new quarterback. Is a little scary. All right, they did yeah, look they, better. This guy's a what? Is he a redshirt freshman though? Was he a freshman? Red yeah. Freshman. Um, I he's Hoover is like a redshirt freshman, I think, or maybe okay. even a true gotcha. freshman. All right, gotcha. so I but that bothers me going to that place because I hate okay. going there. I, I agree. So, so much. It's a tough place for us. Yeah. So maybe those those two games kind of stand out, and I can't think of anybody else that you're just totally scared of i can't right. believe there's yeah, even that many games wrong. left we have to show consistency we have to we have to come show some consistency which we haven't shown but i think baylor will have the opportunity in four of the six games at least because i do agree Fort Worth is tough for us it'll be an opportunity but it's tough for us in manhattan is a tough place for us against yeah. a solid team so yep I could see the Iowa State kids getting distracted if there's a good over-under on the game or a line they like. Okay, right. <laughs> you got jokes. <laughs> I could see. I'm hoping the Cyclones make a few bets that week. All right, and we see if we could get into some of that. But hey, uh, look, at Moses, look at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, they are the Jekyll and Hyde of the Big 12. Did they lose to South Alabama? They're awful. They were awful. Yeah, and they have turned around in one two exactly. straight. You're absolutely Those right. Guys have beaten Kansas State at home, and who else? They just they just beat somebody the other day. They beat Kansas. Kansas. They beat Kansas. Golly. And I don't that understand. Tells me it can I, be done. That tells me it's possible. I, I know. I know. It just <laughs> when you're not competitive against these natural rivals over the years at right, home, right. Right. it's demoralizing, and and we all have trouble. Uh, getting back up from it, and hopefully the team you're right, you're right. did some good things during the bye week. I mean, did you do anything during the bye week to kind of clear your head? I mean, because you were you were obviously more optimistic than I am. I love your attitude today. I mean, did you go anywhere <laughs> or do anything with your time, or just kind of hang with the fam? Hey man, let me tell you what happened. Okay, I got to hang out, you know, with the with the misses for a weekend, not, and I got to flush. That's a good thing. 
Uh, and I got to watch, you know, I did watch a little Cincinnati, uh, Iowa State, because those were our next two opponents. Uh, that was good. I didn't watch that whole thing because it kind of got out of hand late. Uh, but what what happened, Mose, what really happens with my outlook is that the Rangers had won like six straight, so that helps. And then the Cowboys won. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. Yeah, and if Baylor could win, I mean, we really could get on a roll. Oh, Cowboys, man. if Baylor could win this yeah. Saturday, you don't understand, man. I'm, I'm be pretty good. Cowboys can't lose; they're off. They've got to buy, so they can just exactly. sit home and hope that uh, hope the Eagles lose again. Okay, root against the Eagles—that's pretty easy. Hey, I got a place in Cincinnati for you called the Montgomery Inn. Now they're Montgomery known Inn. for their ribs. And I went there for a Cowboys-Cincinnati game. You can sit right there on the river, have a nice view of whatever river that would be, Ohio River, I mean, I'm just guessing, uh, right there in uh, in downtown Cincinnati, okay? So give that okay. – okay, keep that you. in mind. Hey, I will. Uh-huh. And, I, and hopefully that will be – now, I, I will say this about the game coming up, is that what I'm hoping is at the energy level. I, I'm, I'm always going to talk about – what I would call obvious things. And, I mean, to me, the obvious thing has to be, right, the leaders of this team and the coach of this team, they, they just – it's important for whatever the – for them to bring energy and they bring it early because, you know, what happens, most is if, if you go up here and you're two and four and there's no positive energy or positive something that happens early, you turn into that here we go again. And that's what I'm going to be watching early is that is this team ready to play? Because if we're not, we may get more of what we've seen but if we are, we'll at least have an opportunity to be in that game late. All right. I like that kid from Cincinnati coming out after the game, after a tough loss, and that's what you used to do. Face the media, even after a tough loss. I like that. I'd like to see a little more of that uh, around here. But uh, I, I, And, again, it's not, it's not anything he's shirking from. I just like it when these teams bring the quarterback to the podium because they get all the praise – in the wins, and you know they know how, they got to know how to handle the adversity, and they're such huge leaders. So anyway, it's a point I made earlier. I don't know if you agree with me or not on it, but no, I just kind of yeah. Those, I, I, you know, sorry about it. I, I do agree with that because I mean, to me, uh, shaping is your leader, and I, I don't know, I don't know, I know we get different guys. They tell us who we're going to get after game, but shaping is the guy who's the leader of this team, and I think like, you're right for the quarterback. I mean, they don't ask me. I think the quarterback, no matter what, you typically got to get him out there because he is the guy. Like you said, if you win, you know, he's normally going to be the one credited. But if you lose, you just kind of want him to be out front. So, um, and and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're telling Blake, you know, hey, don't worry. We got these two guys coming today. Don't worry about it. I think it's always good to hear from the quarterback. I really do. Okay. All right. We're on the same page as usual. No, I'm with you. JJ, you and I tend to be on lockstep. Even in theological matters, <laughs> we both agree on similar budgets. Uh, but uh, all right. Well, listen, I appreciate it. Always fun catching up with you. Thanks for doing this. Hi, my man. There he goes, the great J.J. Joe. You'll hear him on Saturday's call. That's an early kick. That's at 11 a.m. J.J. Joe. You'll hear all the pregame, of course, right here at ESPN Central Texas a couple hours before Derek and the whole gang, John, it'll be a gr- it'll be a good time. Uh, it is the Matt Mosier.